You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB Studio. Hi, Steve. Hello, Risa. How are you? We are good, yeah? We, what? <laughs> we, the collective we. Uh, it's 2024. Yeah. And we are starting fresh for whatever that means. But it feels, it feels like a shift in things and coming back to what really matters. Yeah, um, because 2023 forced us to, right? Let's not. Right, yes, it <laughs> We did. didn't have some awakening. We got smacked across, across the face by Again. 2023, yeah. and we realized, oh shit, there's no way but to change, um, I think. And yeah, and to come back to our values and what it means to be doing all this. Right, um, and in that, uh, we are looking at uh, a, a, an actor's lifestyle, an artist's lifestyle. And I think we're coming to that place because we is that really, like Is that like a, an insert in the LA Times? No, I don't <laughs> think it is. I think what we mean is that if you're doing this now under these circumstances, having gone through the last four years, uh, let alone the last, last year, um, <clears throat> under circumstances that have been really challenging, you need uh, some support, and it's likely the case. It was always the case, but it's likely the case now that you have to uh, um, to to express your art in a particular way that's supported by a lifestyle. Like your lifestyle has to support this because of um, variables that we'll discuss in a sec. But but I think that's maybe the first step in this is like you can't just be you know uh, uh, unconscious of the source of your creativity. Um, maybe offering your energy in places where it's not returned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and then show up to your self-tape audition and expect results. Yeah. And nor can you wait or depend on other people to do it for you. Amen. Yeah. So just to like break down what an actor is trying to do, whether an actor understands it or not, like you are trying to be an actual singularity in the universe like how many break it down Risa how many self-tapes do you see for let's say a lead role in a tv show go ahead a lead role like in a pilot yeah that, sure yeah like fancy network pilot go ahead 500 500 <laughs> that, that is a staggering amount of self-tapes god help you Risa because you have to not only like you have to be present and process all those and, and mm -hmm. you know 
And by the way, watch them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and so the expectation of an actor, like an actor says, I want to, like, I have lofty goals and want to be on a TV series. What they're saying is out of 500 self-tapes that are submitted, and by the way, those are the ones that got to you, right? So like how many more didn't make it there for whatever reason, or didn't, people didn't have representation to get to, et cetera. You have to be an absolute fucking singularity, right? And you have to stand out, not because you're trying to stand out, but because you're so deeply, honestly yourself experiencing the moments of those scenes. Um, uh, again and again, that that it stands out. If we back up to, you have to persist long enough to be uh, considered to be one who is of those five, right? So like, there's so many reasons why you can't just show up and wing this. You're going to have to like support your nervous system with the behaviors of your life. Yeah. And then show up and, and be vulnerable and bold and share the full totality of your humanity and your talent and your experience. Oh, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So And scene. So no, no, but like what we're getting at is like this is a tall order. Like, yeah. In a in a hard world, in a hard industry, where there's so many reasons to wall up and not show up and be wounded and on and on and on. So um we get back to some of these things that you and I have seen in actors who are successful, who do persist, who do stand out. Yeah, and, and, and I want to say ourselves. this is all doable. Like, this is yeah. not to, to freak you guys out and go, okay, well, I'm shutting down even more because I can, what's the point? Like, this is actually exciting in terms of how to prepare yourself to be that one in the 500, you know, that stands out and also, or the one in the 20 that, you know, makes it to that place where you make a difference in, in your audience. You and I do this dance all the time, which I think, you know, is, is important. But like, I love that you said that, that this is, listen, this is doable. You can do this and we're supportive and like all that. There's elements of this conversation though that I'm going to get to, which are like, pull your head out of your ass and step up. And I, and, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we'll, we'll go yeah. back and forth yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. I, I know like you feel that way about certain things and so do I. So. Yeah. Um, but it's an important conversation. But it, it is, and it is a dance because some of it is where you pull back and do some of this um, just reflective work and caretaking work in order to step forward. So it yeah. is, you need to be able to do both of those things. And I think where I get to on the kind of tough love stuff is if there's a clear articula articulation of your goals, like I yeah. want to do X, yeah. then like the receipts of your actual behavior need to line up. And if they don't, there are likely reasons in around resistance or whatever else fine but at a certain point like with enough awareness like you if you, yeah. you can't want that or get that and also be doing xyz right so and we all struggle with that we you know we're all oh my human god yeah. and we'll talk about that because yeah. i think it's important that we all acknowledge that this is a dance it is a, it is a challenge it is a struggle and it it's um it's a it's a lifetime pursuit yeah 100 percent um the first thing that i like what I think of, and I know this to be true of myself, when I think of like a pillar of a lifestyle that leads to success as an actor, professionally, creatively, is making room for stillness. And, and that can be meditation, that can be like, but you need to, in the interest of being what we just talked about, like that singular expression, that singular person experiencing that scene uniquely, in order to get to that place of being so pointy a singularity, um, you need quiet time to listen to your own damn voice. Like, 
really hear yourself outside of the cacophony of all the external forces that are telling you what to do and, and how to do it, which like there's never been more of them in our world, right? Through social media, other places more than that tech. But like y- you, you have to process on your own, like away from all that shit in stillness, let your thoughts come up, let them move and flow and, and be totally antithetical to things that other people are saying, but, but, but that's okay. And then let them evolve. Like you need that space and time. And, and to me, that has to, that has to be there so that you can, you can nurture your source of creation, nurture your own voice. And that's hard, I think, these days. You know, part of it is there's so much feeling of woundedness. You know, it's like I can't be that way because I might break or I don't know that I can handle it. And then there's so many distractions. Yeah. You know, I mean, who doesn't pick up their phone? most of the time when there is space or time even going to the bathroom like take your phone you know be in the car listen to to stuff coming at you there's a lot of that and a lot of noise and a lot of stimulation and that's what we've gotten used to and bought into so it's hard and i'm saying that because i know it's my own struggle yeah and mine too and one of the reasons why you know, I was, uh, I was super enlightened before the pandemic, right? <laughs> Which is like, Were you? such a, a funny thing to say, right? Yeah. That like, oh yeah, like with no suffering, you're fine, right? But all right, of a sudden, right. when shit happens, right. meditation hurts because you have to, we've yeah. said this before, like, because yeah. you actually have to look at yourself and you're going to see yourself in pain and that sucks because then you have to maybe deal with it, um, which is really hard. Um, but, but whatever that looks like for you, like breathing is just such a good thing. And I know it's like, ugh, yeah, but I'm, you know, I want to do a million other things. But I think if, again, if you do want to level up or, or like be in a position to be an actor that achieves goals, you're going to have to make this shift. I get prickly about this social media thing. And I don't think that any mere mortal has the capacity. I mean, maybe some do. I don't think anyone has the capacity to engage with the algorithm and not be consumed by it. Like, I believe that actors need to get the fuck off of social media. Like, there I said it. Like, I feel really strongly about that. Or or just some of the time. So, I believe that it's injuring people's spirit. I believe that it's, like, robs you of your creative energy. I I, I don't think, like, the algorithm is specifically designed to keep you in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep scrolling. Like, I think you have to recover your energy and heal your spirit first. And then go to social media. And so I like, think also it's being intentional. Because he, here's where, where I've started to use Instagram. I can't do TikTok. It, it freaks me out. I talk about m- messing my nervous system up. It, it like gets me so hyper-stimulated. I get so anxious. And, I, and then I get lost. And I'm just like, this, it's so loud. It's so loud. And I think it can be dangerous that way. Yeah. But what I've started using Instagram for is for creative um, connection. And what I mean by that is it's not like I don't really want to see um, Ethan Hawke talk anymore on, on Instagram or people po- or whoever. No offense to Ethan Hawke. He says really cool things. But it's like we get ourselves so disconnected. So, oh, well, Ethan Hawke said that, so maybe I should think that. We, we get disconnected from ourselves in that. But, like, I read poetry on Instagram. And I make sure that I'm following those things. And when I need some calming down... 
I will read some poetry, and there's certain self-help stuff that I'll read, but I also have to be in touch with my nervous system in order to know what is stimulating in a certain kind of, in a creative way, what's opening my heart, what's feeding my soul, what's allowing for space, so it almost feels creative, meditative, etc., or what is overstimulated, what is creating anxiety. And I think we need to just be, we need to be in touch with our nervous system, with our bodies, in order to do that. And that's the thing that we th- we think we don't know, but we really do know if we pay attention. Yeah. And and I guess where I'm coming from is like without guardrails, yeah. the algorithm takes that over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. like to me, the only way it's, social media supports you is if you step away, you get right with it, and then you set up those guardrails around it so that you can be intentional. That looks like, you know, like, yeah, like the things that you're going to see in your feed, you know, as we say, like weed the garden, like you're going to have to be clear on what you're consuming. It's an amazing platform to reach people for sure. Like to, to say something that you feel compelled to say and in service of some of those people to offer like the, the needful masses who are craving for connection, some kind of connection, but it's a harmful platform in which to consume images and messages of humanity oftentimes. Like I, I, I just, I don't think you can give others like algorithmic access to your mind and expect to maintain the unique thoughts and feelings that you'll need to dynamically express so that you can be that singular, singular artist, right? So like, cause social media perpetuates like sameness, both sameness and also these extreme points of conflict that tweak your nervous system with fear and whatever. So like, so anyway, so, but, but, but that's one place where we find distraction and we lose what's unique about us. Yeah. And so, and, and we knew, and we lose the, the path of being a creative being, you know, because of the distraction and because of that, we're being pulled into everyone else's version of that. So we lose our sense of our own point of view, our own identity and our own creative individual expression of art and, and creative flow. Yes. Um, it doesn't, you know, and listen, we, we love social media for that kind of connection from the studio. And, and we feel like we're putting out stuff that is meaningful, but you know, it's how you, how you show up to it in, in, in what capacity and with what intention that matters um, and what you're avoiding, you know, like I do the morning pages, you know, every mm-hmm. day, but I spend a lot of time avoiding them. And then my first thing that I write down every time is I hate doing this. I avoided doing this. It's afternoon or evening. I should have done this this morning. And I have to go through this whole nonsense for half a page of my three pages just to get to the place of I'm actually here. I'm actually taking care of myself. I'm present with this process. Um, but, but before I do, I'll do 15 other things, including Instagram before I get there. And then I get there eventually. And what does it it do for you when you get there? What do I what? Once once you get there, yeah. what, like describe that feeling for you. Well, yeah, that's the feeling of of uh, having to settle things down from a place of anxiety or spinning, or avoidance, you know. So it's it, it and and just letting the feelings happen, you know, and and whatever they are, but they're usually uh, have to do with shoulds and couldves and wouldves and fuck this and um, and settling down, getting quiet from a place of chaos, emotional, psychological, physiological chaos. And for, for those of you who don't know what the morning pages are, 
Um, it's a journaling process. It's a meditative to me, for me, journal, journaling process that for anybody who's heard of The Artist's Way, written and created by Julia Cameron, this is one of the exercises that comes out of that. And it's writing without stopping, without thinking, without taking your pen off the page, definitely writing with a pen, um, even though we all can be creative in other ways. Um, and it's a really wonderful practice of dumping all the crap in order to get reconnected to yourself and being in, in, that, in that process. And you can talk a little bit about meditation in that I still think a lot of people have a sense of meditation being like, I have to do this work to go into an alternate reality where meditation lives. And if I don't know how to do that, I'm not going to do it because it sounds really hard and impossible and conceptual. And, and it's really not what, the, what it is. And there's so many different forms of it. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. And I, I, it's interesting how I dance right now between all the different forms. And like, ultimately it's about being aware of what you're doing in each moment. It's like a clear focus on the thing you're doing. And so the black belt version of it is that actually social media can be a meditation <laughs> that requires some bad ass mm. intentionality I like that. and focus. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and that's, that, that would be you fighting and winning against the algorithm. But um, yeah, it doesn't have to be you seated in lotus shaved head with robes on a mountaintop, breathing a particular way. Like it can be something as gentle as just noticing the way that you're breathing. And the interesting thing is when you actually look and you see tension or feel tension or suffering, like, yeah, it, it, it hurts to be a human being, right? Like your shoulders up a little bit high right now. Mine is. And, and there's tension there. And that means there's suffering. And all you have to do is notice that it's, you don't have to do anything, notice that it's there. And invariably, like you're a kind human being. If you understand that to be suffering, you're going you're gonna to have compassion for that suffering. And all you have to do is just be there in the awareness of, oof, yeah, that's up there. Like there's suffering here. And invariably in time, that shoulder drops a little bit because it has been, uh, you know, it has been shone the light of awareness. It, it feels that glow is the theory, right? Um, but you can do that walking and you can do that doing the dishes and just be wherever you are and notice what's happening. And that's it. Notice your heartbeat and, uh, and really connect with that. That's all. Which is also a great practice before walking into class to do a scene, before walking into your self-tape space, before walking on stage, before walking into any kind of work, right. you know? I mean, always and also just before you and in service of because it. it explores the question like where am i right now what is hap what is what is this moment and and the noticing of it allows you to be in this moment right yeah yeah the the trick of this and this is where social media again comes in is that it turns into productivity it turns into oh so that will make me book more that's not it right like to, to be an artist and to actually uh, show up fully, you're going to have to be the grounding. You're going to have to be the actual calm in the storm of the industry uh, and, and offer something emotional, vulnerable, 
truthful in each moment. So that's going to require that you have a nervous system. And we talk we talk a lot about being present, right? So there's like, I got to be present now. I got to be present. It's like, be present, you know, real time. Okay, I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to, you know, and it's, this is the opposite of, 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 this is how you get there is by letting go of that. We were in class last night and we've been working on plays, which is challenging because there's so many words and we're not used to that these days and mm-hmm. a lot of the work that we do. And um, this two people were at the very beginning of class in a scene and really struggling with what it meant to be present in the moment because they were so, like they had this these chunks of words in front of them and the, and the scene was written in a way where it was hard to really wrap your mind around what the the want was or the intention was or whatever language you want to use. And then they started talking about the scene. And then there there it was. There was conversation. Oh, and, and then I said, let's do the scene where we're actually having this conversation. Just we're here in the room and you're doing the scene as if we're all together. And just to like, you know, it was it be, almost became like a, it was a practice of presence. It was a meditation in um, letting go of performance. And it had to do with letting go of this I want to be in real time in this and I'm trying so hard to listen and then you stop breathing and you stop um, really understanding what your whole body your nervous system your whole being is doing in being in in actually being present so again it's that like you said I'm going to be a productive person in being present you know because that's the language we use and and maybe said a different way and I think that's a great example of this it's like it, it is just in noticing and then being in, in acceptance of what is actually happening right now. I don't know these words, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, that's where it gets interesting if we're doing something fun like Shakespeare cold reading or whatever else, where part of the exercise is you can't possibly get command of these words to the degree that your mind would drop its defenses or whatever, right? So you're going to have to, you, your choices are have your nose in the page the entire time, desperately trying to get every word right, or engaging with the other human being in front of you and you're going to have to let go of the words on some level or saying them at a particular pace on some level like you're you're so it's that that acceptance of what is and from that place then you can take action that comes from reality which is exciting right so so however you get to that stillness uh to to me i think that's just an essential part of of a lifestyle that and, and it needs to be supported like daily that's part of this lifestyle yeah, thing yeah. is like you can't just do it before the audition one time a month or whatever. It's like, it, it's got to be a daily integration. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about that may, you know, uh, it's going to be different for everyone, right? But like, as, as a matter of lifestyle, you're going to have to figure out a way to keep an open heart, which is really hard. Right. And, and it's a practice and you're going to close up because of all the reasons you're going to get injured emotionally. Because like your job is to care in a world that doesn't necessarily care where caring hurts, and so I guess the question for for us and also for people out there is like, what is that daily practice of keeping your heart open? Um, what's that for you? It's something that I have been working on with um, my shrink, and it's saying yes to what is. So, and also to what I can't see yet. And what that does for me is it, it creates a certain amount of presence and it also allows me to be vulnerable 
because I'm not fighting what's in front of me. And I and I'm able to bring compassion into it, you know, and it's it's creates more, a higher vibration in an openness and I can see that and it's and so then I think well what does that mean when conflict comes in or an obstacle right and then the response to that is I'm not good at this yet I don't know and I'm not young in this but the response to that is oh this is this is here for a reason this is a gift. This is an opportunity. This is happening for a purpose. I am actually getting this information or this obstacle for a reason. Invite it in. Open my heart to it. Go, okay, like this obstacle happened. I'm in traffic. This thing fell apart. This didn't happen. I just got a, an email that somebody's sick, etc. It, it, my instinct is fight it because that's where I come from, warrior mentality, which has been my whole life. Resist it, shut down, run away from it, all of those things. If I think open heart, I don't know what to do with that as much. But if I think say yes to this, invite it in, know that it's here to offer something, not just a challenge, but to actually offer something, and that there is, there's purpose to it, invite it in, then immediately I soften. And so don't do that easily because it's not my instinct. And because I have survived decades being a warrior in order in my mind to survive and succeed. So it's a lot of undoing of that. But that's what's been. But you've needed to like to be a woman in this business for this long at this level. Yeah. Like, you know, I you I can't imagine how much you have had to be a warrior. Well, but not everybody goes there. Maybe that that has been the case. If I had to go back and do it all again, I would like to open my heart to find the softness, the vulnerability, the sense of saying yes to what is, to inviting in any obstacle as an as as as, as something that's meant for me. Um, I would practice. I would have practiced that decades ago, but I wasn't ready. Yeah. And we do it when we're ready. And I'm ready now. In you know these later years differently and and it's exciting and scary as shit um but to me every actor every writer every artist every person in this difficult business the more we can start to to find that um i i i think it's it's easier and, and to uh to grow our creative flow um and to be able to offer something and to have that received. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And I, that's the, <laughs> the potential train wreck for every actor trying to make it through an industry. You have, your job is to keep an open heart, to stay vulnerable, to be a creative person. And also, um, the industry can't see to your needs. Like You'll be emotionally injured. So how do you keep coming back? And, but it also feels great to be operating in that higher vibration, right? Because it's funky to be walking around, you know, shut down and heavy. Yeah, yeah. So how do you find that lightness? How do you find that openness? How do you find that vulnerability in 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 being um, just living and working and, and creating at a higher vibration? Yeah, and I, I think over the course of the last few years in the pandemic, there's been a lot of reasons why people have, like, legitimately needed to wall up to put one foot in front of the other to get through life right and and so like there's there's no there's no finger wag in any of this but 
but I think the artist more than most people in society, like part of their function is to reflect humanity back at humanity. And so that means that it comes with a responsibility to maybe more quickly than most other folks come back to, okay, it's time for me to come back again, have to open up again. Can't, can't walk around with a heavy heart anymore. I mean, it has to feel safe to do that somehow. So how do you create that safety for yourself too? You know, because we have armor and it's there for a reason. And, you know, we talk about that in class all the time. Like, you know, actors tend to be people, all of you out there, which is a great thing and also a challenge where you do what you're told, you know, and sometimes you're told to do things that don't feel right. And you need to be able to say, you know what, I'm just not okay with that. So looking at it sometimes and saying, I'm not okay with that because I have resistance or, or I'm not okay with that because I'm actually taking care of myself and knowing the difference. For me, <clears throat> I can't look at my daughters for too long without being faced with the, the truth and sometimes the hard truth that I have to be open for them. I can't, it's not an option to close up yeah. for them you know, listen, we got to get together and get to school. We got to do the things, right? But at a certain point, I can't have them look at me and not see soft eyes um, because I, I, I know the effect of that from, from my own father. And so like, this is not an option. So like it happens in very, that way. Beyond that, for me, uh, you know, Qigong, Tai Chi does that. Like Tai Chi is a philosophy, like integrating opposites, integrating conflicts into oneself. To me, that Sometimes you have to go back to go forward. You have to go up to go down. Like you're, it, that integration, I think, is, keeps me open. But then the other thing is community is just like if, if you are around like-minded people who are similarly struggling, um, you know, and I, some of this gets gendered too. I think I have looked at the statistics lately, but like, you know, uh, men oftentimes don't reach out. I mean, I guess everyone does, but um, but don't reach out when there's depression, when there's, you know, they're not often given the tools to express emotional. Um, but then put some men in a room. I mean, I've been part of men's groups with uh, the permission to express, and all of a sudden there's healing, right? I mean, that's, that's group dynamic generally. We see that at our studio throughout the pandemic. The shit that we have been through with some of these actors together in community like we have kept our hearts open, each other's hearts open throughout this, um, which has been such uh, an amazing thing. But, but again, like it can feel like, ooh, that is not my default is to, I feel, you know, uh, scared or, uh, or, or angry or sad. Let me then go be part of a wider community, right? Like the, a, a lot of us feel the opposite. But I think if you can find yourself a safe community, uh, that keeps you open because you, you see your, your humanity being reflected back at you by other people, even if you are not in that place of, of radiating. And it's necessary as an artist. Again, you know, we none of us were meant to do this by ourselves, you know, and I, I see painters and writers and other individual artists, even musicians sometimes, um, or composers rather, who are working alone. But they, the goal is then to include others in that because you can't express that work without others. Well, sure, you can paint alone, but if nobody's seeing it at some point, you're not in community of, of expression and receiving, then, then you know, what, what is that? At the same time, you're doing it because you absolutely are compelled to and you have to. So it's coming back to like, how are you going to really honor that voice inside of you that needs to be expressed and to find and trust 
other people with whom to do it and to express it to and reflect it back to you. Um, and then that takes, a, that takes some effort, that takes some work, that takes leaving the house um, and, and, uh, and, and really trusting that those people are out there. But, but, but talk about, you know, like yin yang or uh, the, the opposites, right? Like what we, the first one we offered was solitude, right? right? Stillness. Yeah. Now we're talking community. Yeah. And, and those are two essential parts. And, and for an actor, that balance, that dynamic is such an interesting one. Like you create universality by being singular. You, you, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, uh, Wynton Marsalis talks about, uh, improvisational jazz. Like it's such a beautiful dance between the group and the individual. The individual takes a solo. Oh, maybe the drummer slows down a little bit. Oh, now we got to come back to like, it's that dance of what's my singular voice and what's my singular voice within a community. And if you can offer your voice so singularly because you've done that work of, of knowing and expressing what your voice is, then you lift that community up. They don't have your experience, but they have their own experiences. And now they uh, are seeing themselves in your unique experience, right? Well, so, and that's the, that's the journey and the responsibility of the artist, really. Right. Um, and that's what's exciting about that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Um, but it's got to be lifestyle, right? Like, it, it, yeah, you, you don't just show practice. up and do that once. Yeah. Like, you have to make that part of your life. And I think what happens when you do find that stillness is, and reflection is you actually open the valve of being creative. So you're, you're, you soften, and then you have this energy around you that is pure, and it's pure creative um, life. And then that requires, you'll feel that. It requires you to then engage with others. Mm. You know, shutting down is different. Solitude is not about shutting down. Yes, yeah, sometimes, listen, last night I um, took an early bath and had a cocktail and had dinner. What did you drink? What? What's your drink? Well, um, my night. son makes cocktails for me now. He's hey, Sam. <laughs> He's become, shout out to Sam Garcia, he's become a, what do you call it when someone makes cocktails? It's a, it's a... A bartender? Uh, no, it's, it's a, what is it, what is it? It's a, a mixologist. Right. Right. He's a self-proclaimed and I will say successful mixologist. So he's been making these really cool mezcal drinks with all kinds of rose water and things. I don't and know. Sometimes you got to drink the drink. Yeah. Right? It's not a big heavy duty drink. It just, you know... And, and, but sometimes but, you gotta, you gotta, but this was, yeah. so it was twofold. Part of it was, I need to go hide and just pull back from the world. And then I realized it actually wasn't that. It was actually self caring. It was actually about quiet time. It was actually about contemplation and self reflection. I did some journaling, wrote some poetry. Then I got into bed and watched some vapid Netflix movie. And it was like a whole dance of it, though. So it was like a little of this, a little of that. And, but I was aware of what it was. That was huge. You know, I was aware, like, this is indulgent and, you know, for this purpose. This was hiding. This was taking. And, but, and this was m more of a creative flow. And then what I felt, and some of it was in preparation for the weekend, because I knew that I was going into two big days of teaching and podcast and summit and sit down and all this stuff. The, and that's what, you know, so some of you, you know, you go incubate, go into the cave a little bit, you know, you take care of yourself, you get self-aware and, and you do that in an isolated way, not running away from necessarily, but in just taking really caretaking and, and nurturing and incubating. 
so that you can then come out of that and engage with community. Because yeah. I don't think you can be out there. I know people who are, and I don't know how they do it, who are just in a constant outward expression of, of engagement on like how, I'm, I've never been that social, I've never wanted to be. And, and it's not for me about social, it's about um, collaboration. Um, another element here that I think is important is as a lifestyle, you have to find a way to make your work important. And I think if, if, you, if you just let the momentum of the industry as it ebbs and flows, uh, you know, be the, the vehicle that you use to express your art, and then, you know, like that show comes up or that Hallmark movie or is that this or that, the wide range of, of opportunity that you might get. And God bless you. It's great. Yeah. I think what ends up happening is that you almost devalue your relationship to the art or devalue the art that lives inside of you. And that's not to, to, to say that those jobs are bad, but nothing will compare to that feeling you had when you were five, when you were like, oh my God, this feels like fucking oxygen. Like, I'm going to do that forever. And, and then you meet the industry and the industry offers you some things, right? If I think of, maybe I'll call it a 15-year acting career from when I started to when I stopped. Or, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm open to, to, to engaging in it again and we'll talk about that. But like... Um, By the way, if you want to hire Steve Cohen, I recommend it highly. I've done it many times and you'll be happy you did. Right. Okay. You, can, you can contact the Risa Raymond Garcia agency. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but uh, you, if I think of that, like, and then I think of work that was meaningful to me, mm -hmm. um, there's not much there that I would go like, mm. you know, this is why looking at your reel can be so what jarring. Mean, Harold and like, Kumar wasn't meaningful to you? <laughs> it was fun to do, but like... Did it move the needle? Did it, was it important to me? Right, as an in, artist. In the same, right. As an artist, right? right, like, right. And, and again, I, I, I love that movie, but yeah. also, like, is it my heart? Is it the reason why I got into it? Part right. of it was fun. Yeah. But, but I, my point is, in an actor's career, you don't get a lot of those opportunities. A lot of hits. To, right. to like, mm. speak a narrative that you feel is important, that changes people, you know? Um, and, and so I think as a lifestyle, you have to start, doing that work for yourself. And that maybe means writing your own stuff. Uh, we know that people are leveraging our studio in terms of classes to do that. Even working actors, like they'll come to class and they'll do just the, the deepest, wildest, wackiest, funniest shit that fills them all the way up. So then when that audition for whatever that show that necessarily, that doesn't necessarily require that they, that stretch too much shows up, they can show up to it full, like with their tank full. They're not relying on that show to give them that, right? Um, and so, so as, as a lifestyle, I think that's something that's really important for actors to do. And we're not talking about being precious here. Like, you no. know, oh, my work is so important. We're talking about connecting to the thing that lights you up yeah. because, you know, the work that you book is likely not going to light you up that much. And you also have to sustain yourself between bookings and those bookings might be, you know, a year apart. And then also you don't beat yourself up for it because you're you're alive in this right but you know i also want to speak to this because i know actors who have internalized some of the you know the negative actor uh adjectives that are thrown around they're vapid and they're vain and they're this and they're that and and mm. actors are like Ugh, i don't want to be friends with actors they're all like too extra and they're blah 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 right I know actors who've internalized that stuff to the detriment of their acting career. Yeah. And, 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 or maybe like it's coming from family. This is not a real profession. Like all of that kind of stuff that I think starts poisoning your mind and takes you away from that initial 
glowing ball that, that propelled you headlong into this thing in the first place. The industry is not going to give you that sense of, uh, of purpose and importance and that this work matters, right? Um, and you may not get it from your family or like the finances are screaming at you to, to, to get, you know, a straight job or whatever that means. Right. But, but at the same time, I think you, if you want success, you have to show up knowing that this, like you have something to offer, you have value and it's important. Um, and in that it could also show it, show up in many different ways that might surprise you because being creative you know, being in the place of um, having a voice in the work might show up in your cooking, in your mixology experience. <laughs> it might show up in poetry. It might show up in photography. It might show up in producing somebody short. You know, it might show up in teaching. There's so many ways it can show up for you if you're open to that. And it doesn't devalue your, your, your acting, but you are then living an artist's life in so many ways and everything feeds each other because um, then you'll notice that your acting is less precious less heavy um, and more accessible and 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 it, and it comes it just shows up yeah. um, we're going to take a couple of minutes and then we're going to come right back and talk some more about what it means to live an artist's life and an artist's lifestyle we are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to braymangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. Okay, we're back. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, That's Steve's radio voice, by the way. He loves to do I it. I feel like you say every voice is my radio voice. No, no, you have a specific voice that you do for this, really? which I love. I think it's great. Uh, okay, go on. Um, yeah, so one other element here, and there are many, but like, again, this is a call to, to examine how you spend your day and your time and what, what are you doing? And here, maybe we get a little bit tough lovey again, where like as part of your lifestyle, you're going to have to engage in the art that you love and that you are pursuing. You're going to have to practice it consistently, whatever that means for you, but you're going to have to practice it consistently. And I find that most actors who I encounter are likely not practicing it to the degree that it supports the goals that they are articulating, right? Like it, to, to, to be one of these 500 self-tapes that you see and consider, and then to be the one that's chosen requires an Olympic level practice. And, and, and you know, it's your nervous system. So it's not like 25 hours a day, seven days a week. But the consistency is the important piece yeah. of this. And so it, it's, it's how you 
discover what your voice is, how you figure out what's unique about you. It's also a meditation, right? Because you're you're examining your own experience. What came up there? Oh, wow, right? Like, it is the practice of presence. Um, so examining the degree to which you are engaged in a practice, I think, is really important. And practice can look like many things, uh-huh. right? I mean, we built this studio so we would have a place to come and make art with other people and provide a, a community... Uh, space for practice, right? And so it feels like that happens. And and also, it's not just for three and a half hours a week. It's what you do with that beyond that. So, uh, you know, it's it's how you stay active in the practice of of art. And it can be. So there, I, I mean, I get excited about so many things. So, you know, been watching all the movies for the Academy Award voting, which is all a bunch of nonsense. Like, how do you compare? Uh, you know. Lily Gladstone's performance to Emma Stone's performance and say one is better than the other. That's absurd, right? But we're in it, you know, and what it, it it does is it gives us an opportunity to celebrate great work, whether you like those movies or not, and some I love and some I don't love. But what it forced me to do was sit down and watch them, right? And there were a lot of them, like movies right now, especially foreign movies and small movies, which I love that they're being celebrated, are so tortured because we're coming out of the pandemic and people are writing tortured shit and making tortured shit and we're watching tortured shit and it's really tough unless you want to go to Netflix and watch something vapid, which I also love doing. But what it's forced me to do is watch this stuff and remember, like it, it, it has become a practice of getting reconnected to why I love filmmaking and, and watching actors' performances and, and watching their stillness and watching their deep connection to their inner lives and remembering what it means to be a great, great actor and what it means to make great work. And I just watching like one, I watched one movie a day for 20 days. And they weren't, like, some of them were really hard to get through, and some of them were just mind-blowing, exciting, and just turned me on beyond belief. And, like, I'm now I'm ready. This is me being an artist, living an artist's lifestyle, doing this thing. And you can do that. You know, it may not seem like, well, but then how does that book me work? Well, I think there are answers to that, because if you're doing this kind of thing, and then you're inspired, I was inspired to talk to somebody about something that, you know, that they're writing, and then... We started collaborating and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so for me and for people around me that I'm seeing, it's like finding the things that are right in front of us, that are available to us, that connect us to to the art itself. Um, and training does that as well. Uh, training as a as an artist, training as a self-taper, training as a script analysis, analysis, you know, all of that, it, it, it's, it's all exciting if we keep remembering that it's there to stimulate our voice and help us express that voice. And it all does it all then. So, so quick story, um, in my Saturday in rehearsal class, which is a bunch of really sophisticated, talented humans, um, I selfishly asked them to write short stories because I was exploring short stories, and short stories started coming out of them that was that were mind blowing, and and we started to realize, oh, this story is actually a an outline for a, a short film, and and those films are being written. But one of the things that they all were hungry for is being 
continuing to be in storytelling. And so we have created the storytelling project, right? That we're going to continue to, this Saturday, we're going to read more stories and then we're going to shoot in Studio A or Studio B, reading those stories to an audience and um, continuing to evolve that. And now, like, it's, it's I'm, we're all looking out into the world for how do you tell a great story? And how does one individual actor tell a great story to to an audience? And we've just, we busted open this whole idea. And to me now, talk about lifestyle of, of an artist, like this is what everybody in the group is doing and, and passionate about and figuring out what they're doing individually as storytellers, as actors, as performers, as writers, as filmmakers, and ultimately as people in community around the fire, you know, doing what we've done as humans for centuries is telling stories and affecting an audience. And to me, if, we, if, 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 if that kind of thing is happening, talk about working and living at a high frequency, at high vibration, um, that's it, man. That's it. And everything takes care of itself. And those actors are going to audition better, and they're also not going to be freaked out if they don't get an audition for a certain amount of time. Yes, we all have to pay the bills, and we all have to figure out a way to live in this in this world. Um, we, you know, not, we're not just like prancing around being artists, but um, but in that, we've got to feed that in us. Or why are we doing this? Yeah, and I wonder whether the first step of that is is letting go of this wacky idea that, that the only way that you will express yourself as, as an actor is if someone gives you permission to audition somewhere. So like yeah. what you're describing is just uh, an incredible letting go of the classic industrial model. And that's, that's that sort of thrust upon an actor. Oh, this is the way it is. Right. And I can't tell a story unless X, Y, or Z or the agent and then the agent to the casting director and then et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and, and maybe as part of that lifestyle, you have to relieve yourself of that burden, um, and find artistry wherever it is. I love the idea of it being right in front of you and start there, um, and infusing it in, in all aspects of your life. I mean, I think ultimately what we want to do with all this is, is have every part of your life be a limb of artistry. Like what if you engaged in your relationships, um, with presence and, and creativity and artistry, you know, I mean, Creativity shows up so much in our world. Like, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why immigrants are so important to a country is because, like, what it takes to to like lift up and move to another place, like they they have to be creative. They 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 infuse wherever they go with a creative mindset because they have to be right. It's all new. They're figuring it out. They're, and that energy is 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 like fuel. It's so important. It makes everyone around them have to you know, uh, engage in a way that, that is also creative, watching, watching someone be creative, whether it's children playing or whatever. Um, like to me, that is, you start touching the core of the human spirit. Um, and it, it's rejuvenating, I think, to everyone around you when you see it happen. You want to be living like that. That's the That's thing. Right. Like you That's get right. to live like an artist. You get to engage with other humans in in a creative way, um, and that is a practice that will lead to some kind of success in your career. And it may surprise you as to what that looks like. Yeah. For anybody out there who is um, 
born in the cancer sign. I was just told that I think it's Pluto, I hope I'm saying this correctly, that is being lifted after 15 years tomorrow, the 20th of January. So whenever this podcast lands, which will be after the 20th, it will have happened forever. And all of the things that get in the way of that, that it'll make us more creative. So I hear this from somebody and I go, oh good, now I have permission to be creative because because the astrologers have told me that as a Cancerian, I will no longer have any obstacles to being a creative force. But But I thought to myself, that is crazy talk. Like, I could have done this yesterday all by myself, and that would have been super uh, powerful. So just, I mean, my point is this is what you can do to give yourself permission to do that, and it will have ripples in your life, and it will be the thing that carries you through to the next, you know, time when there are more auditions or when or when you ha- you get that invitation and not only will it manifest that because you're you're living in a creative space and you're functioning at a higher vibration but also you'll be prepared you'll be able to walk into that self tape or that whatever that is you know like you were talking about that person in class who's now free to walk into that self tape because they've just done wild crazy work that mm-hmm. has been that they've they allowed themselves to do that so how do you give yourself permission to do that in order to be ready when the industry does knock and says we have this opportunity for you to be like yeah great that's cool because i'm already being a creative being i'm already living the life the lifestyle of an artist and now let me just infuse that into this self tape for this ridiculous thing you've handed me that makes absolutely no sense yeah so one of the characteristics of, of lifestyle is consistency, is, is structure, is like the doing of these intentions, right? Because uh, if, uh, if, if it happens for a month, then it's just something that you tried and didn't work. So, so what we're advocating here, I think, is, is looking at, without judgment, but just looking at like, what is the daily, weekly rhythm, what are, what are the actions that you're taking currently, right? And, and again, to your point about like being in full acceptance of this is what is, uh, let's be in that place. Like, what, what am I doing? The only way you'll get to change is if you're in a full awareness of what's happening right here in this moment. As so you start there, writing it all down, maybe even take a week to like, okay, then this and then this and then this. Um, and, and then you got to move to putting some structure around this, which is pulling out the seven-day calendar and saying, okay, these are the things that are important to me, whether it's stillness and you know, making your work important to you and, and practice and, and those sorts of things that we talked about and, or not. And baby steps. Sure. But figuring out what that is for you. Yeah. But I think that's so right, baby steps. Because if you say, I'm going to do this thing in like, it's just, it's, you're going to be done in two months, right? It's like New Year's resolutions. Like you have 25 of them and then it's now two weeks in and you're like, yeah, fuck that. So it's about, it's about (laughs) consistency. Like a a year of doing something once a month is way better than doing it 31 days for one month and then never doing it again. Or for 10 minutes a day, right? That's right. Yeah. So like a gentle structure. Three times a week, right? Thirty minutes, right? Or you know, right. each time, yeah. whatever you, you dedicate to, and then you find maybe thirty minutes isn't enough, or maybe it's too much, and you. Right. But but it's the consistency, and part of consistency is screwing it up, you know, whatever that means, and forgetting or just not having you know the capacity to do it, but coming back the next day and doing it again, so that like drip by drip by drip, it wasn't perfect by any means, and it won't. But at the end of the year, you have a consistent record of, of pursuing these things and creating a structure for yourself that supports your artistry, that supports your goals. Because, just to underline this, you are going to need it. The industry, the world, society, not set up to nurture your heart, <laughs> right? Like, it's just not set up that way. 
So you're going to have to do that for yourself and put yourself in communities that are doing that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. I'm, I'm taking it in, saying yes to it. Yeah. I heard that the Andromeda galaxy is in line with the Kuiper belt. And what that means is that everyone needs to let go and be happy and live their lives. That's and, what I heard. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. <laughs> and then oh, forever. Good. Um, it's, yeah. Um, so however you digest this, what I would encourage each of you to do as you're listening to this is to find 10 minutes to sit down and do those morning pages, to just let yourself let everything flow out of you. You will be so surprised by the amount of great shit that w- that is inside of you right now churning around that you're not even aware of that will come out onto the page. So do some of that. Just it's a, just an exercise. It's one exercise that you can do in 10 minutes today or later, you know, or tomorrow. Uh, if you don't do it today or tomorrow, do it the next day and don't beat yourself up for it. Um, step into it. See what it feels like. And here's another one. Take a breath in and then a breath out and then do it again and just notice the quality of your breath. Where is it? Does it live in your throat, in your chest, in your stomach? Just notice. All you have to do is notice. Just keep noticing. That's it. Just observe. Start there. There's other things we can do, but just start there. Yeah. It's emotional doing that. Just just stopping and allowing. There's so much in there. You got a lot of power. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Be gentle with yourselves, please. Let us know how you're doing. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful. 